I'm right. also good to go. Um, All right. Ready to smash, ready to bash, also <laughs> ready to smash, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, sexual innuendo. I know what yeah. you're saying. Mm -hmm. We're living yeah. in that sexual innuendo realm. Hi everyone, welcome to Nitwick, the podcast about friends and video games. This week, we talk about the games we want to love. Games that are in our to-do list, games that look real cool, games that seem interesting, games with lots of accolades and praise and love, and I don't own them, and I'm probably never going to. Hi, I'm Drew Fasciano. This is Nitwick. And a fun fact about myself, one time I almost faced certain disaster is when I was a young child and I decided to climb off the side of a cliff face on a hiking trail that was not allowed to the public. I was very happy about it until I looked back at the mountain and realized, oh shit, that was quite a drop. Um, that's my story. I'm not worried. Wow. <laughs> that was... That's intense. A more, that was a more legit, I like almost had disaster than I was expecting. Yeah. There was um, there was a rope, there was an old rope. Um, I thought it was safer than it probably was. Ah uh, yes, old <laughs> rope, known for its sturdiness and its ability to be trusted. Mm -hmm. it, it was a fun time. It was a strange time. I was I was a dumb young child. I cannot deny this. I'm a dumb. Wow. I'm, yeah, but that's me. What about you? <laughs> uh, hey everyone, my name's Adam. And one time I I narrowly avoided disaster. Hmm. Was one time I was I was getting my dev machine set up for the uh, for the automation code for our, our company, mm -hmm. and I had set up my connection to the repo, and something was kind of wrong with it, so I deleted the repo and I didn't see it, and I literally sat there for like five minutes, like wait a minute, did did I just delete the entire company repo? Oh, and like I sat there freaking the fuck out because I could not. Like it was because I would go to like let me let me check my repo viewer and it's like oh my god where is it <laughs> oh no oh 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 no where is it and I had to get like uh, our friend Ian who uh, who works with me I had him and my friend Justin look at like guys guys this is the best part I had to go up to one of the devs and be like hey can you do me a favor Justin can can you check to see I didn't delete the the repo <laughs> like the main trunk and he gave me this look like, oh, that's upsetting to hear and eventually no it, it everything was fine it was just i had deleted my local copy of it yeah but boy for like five minutes i was the most scared out of anyone ever jesus that is terrifying that is legitimately terrifying i imagine the face of your friend as you as you try to explain it and did you try to do that thing where you try to pretend like it's not a big deal even though it's a big deal we're just like hey um uh <laughs> No, I was pretty aware of like how big an issue this was. So I was like, it's the hey, entire Justin. repo. It's like, hey, Justin, I don't mean to scare you, but can you check to make sure that the main repo is still there? He's oh. like, what do you mean? Like, 
I may have deleted it. Oh my god. Were like were you playing around with like prod credentials or something? Cuz like shit. That's No, no, it was just because it was kind of late in the evening and I had forgotten I had made a local copy instead of pulling the direct copy down. Uh... We can get into SVN <laughs> stuff and all that, but suffice it to say, had this actually happened, I would not be at my job right now. Yeah, this see this is what happens when you get two developers talking about their job. It just turns into let's talk about SVN for 3 hours. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Who are you, person, though? Hi there. Uh, I am Zach, and I once had a close call when I was, like, 15. I was playing soccer, and I got kneed in the gut by the goalie on the op- in the opposing team. What? Oof! I'm pretty... Drew, were you there? I feel like you were there. I must have been. I must but have been. Like, I we got, played on so I got, many soccer games together. <laughs> we did. Um, so I got kneed in the gut. I went flying for a bit. And uh, the part where I almost faced complete disaster is I was in the car. My my stomach was on fire. It was just a bad place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad asks me, do you want to go to the hospital or do you want to go home? And I'm sitting there in the car. And I'm like, I kind of want to go home. Hmm. But then I said, no, I'm going to go to the hospital. And then I got to spend a week in the hospital. Oh, what oh shit. That's because, right, your spleen, right? You forgot about it, yeah. Uh, because my spleen had split in two. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so my spleen had like split in two, but the sort of membrane that goes around the spleen had stayed together. Oh, God. Well, um, well I was about to make a joke about silver linings, uh, but... That seems grossly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so it stayed together. And uh, I spent a week in the hospital. And then I, it was like six full months of I can put absolutely no pressure, any sort of damage on my stomach. Um, wow. Just just in wow. case it would re-rake. Um, I had to use a rolly backpack. That's, that's how little pressure I could put on my stomach. Uh, I couldn't go to PE. I'm su- I am surprised you were walking. If I'm, if I'm being 100 with you. Well, um, I did spend about a week, and it was like one week in the hospital and then like one week at home, and then I could walk around again. Uh, the thankful part, they, I did actually have a silver lining to this, is they because the membrane didn't break and because my spleen had cut so cleanly, mm-hmm. um, it was just a matter of it coming back together and just sort of repairing itself. Well, that's fortunate. Wow, um, I suppose. <laughs> And so, Thank God. I, who was the guy that needs you? Did you ever get a name for this person? No, I, like, call him up, like, hey, asshole, it's been three years to fucking split my spleen no, in half. Um, in fact, I didn't even, uh, I, I never even got an apology because, and I know his family learned about this oh because God. his mom sent an apology. Um, it, and the, the goalie himself, like, the, here's, here's probably the worst part, in my opinion. Uh, no foul was called. What the? Actually, yeah, that is the worst part. Like, yeah. well, like, so, like, like did um, he like physically? Was it the ball that hit you, or because did he like physically knee you? Like, he physically kneed me. But, but the thing was, the- I was running at the ball, and he was running at the ball. But he picked it up before I could get to it, and I couldn't mm. slow down my momentum. Uh, and at that point, he couldn't slow down his momentum, and so he just sort of rammed right through me. Um, oh, and yeah, geez. that was one of the most painful experiences of my life. But it's also a time I almost faced complete disaster because if I had gone home, the doctors were actually telling me this. If I had gone home, I would have woken up the next day and felt fine until anything happened, and then I wouldn't. Like there, uh, there would have been major complications if I hadn't gone to the, co- wow. to the, to the uh, hospital. Um, I'm gonna be entirely honest with you guys. Both of your stories make mine look kind of stupid in comparison. Oh, it's like, it's fine. <laughs> it's. I mean, all of them kind of relative. Yeah, this is a disaster. I mean, I mean, yeah. Adam, it, it's 
it's not the worst thing in the world to not be the one who came the closest to ultimate failure. Like, I would take that as as a positive thing. Well, well hold on. I gotta one-up you guys. Let me tell you this other story. <laughs> oh, tell us all about it, Adam. I mean, yeah, we Adam. Had, we, had, we had some fucking guy in, in college my freshman year, and this is this is one story before we get into the topic of he would always have to one-up somebody like he's that guy that like always has to have the better story Mm. and so we were talking about like random ass injuries we had gotten and i remember i had gone last because i was talking about a time when i was hiking that i i stepped over this log and thought i had like this little cut like you know a branch kind of scraped me but it turns out like nah you had like a inch of like this tree like stab into you and there was a hole in my leg that got infected like a week later and it, it was like okay. yeah that one sucks and he's like well well i accidentally stabbed myself with a pencil i'm like <laughs> dude that that doesn't one up me that just makes you look like an idiot yeah are you dumb <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, yes true in fact this is the one competition i didn't want to win well, yeah good for there you. you go and you didn't win it yes i, I, I win I kind of thought you were going to point out um, the Nitwick disaster that I right. feel like we, oh, we were supposed to shit. talk about. We we can address that. I guess we can. So today, Drew's fun fact was, hey, what's a time we nearly had disaster? And while going over to get prepare for this one, I noticed, hey, haven't we done Let's Plays before? Yeah, our last so, episode. Uh, our last episode and then an earlier one we did called now that's what I call playing for an audience. Um, may or may not have been on the same topic, and then we also remembered, hey, didn't we do this with the Sonic High School episodes as well? <laughs> so oh God. we've doubled up on main episodes and side episodes. Mm-hmm. We. But I don't know. I I feel like the last one we did, the episode fifty-one about Let's Plays. I feel like that was probably more coherent than the older one if you if you'd like to get a taste of old versus new coke um listen to 24 and 51 and see what you think yeah give an extra listen we want a thousand listens now now that we have that twitter up sweet god Uh, by the way before we get into this topic just one very small note drew your twitter is nuts uh, (laughs) (laughs) holy shit sorry oh you're paying attention It is up, and it is active, and it is just, like, pumping things out. It is crazy. Yeah, um... Are you the one that texted me, the robots are coming, the robots are coming? Yes. Yes. I didn't. I, um... Oh, thank God, (laughs) because I got a fucking weird-ass, like, message, and it was from an unknown number, and it was like, the robots are coming, the robots are coming, like, this had better be true, or else this is the scariest text message I've ever got. Wait, did you not get the last (laughs) message? The last message is the important one. Which one? The last one is the robots are coming. By the way, have you heard of this great new podcast called Nitwick? I've never heard of Nitwick. Tell me more. <laughs> well, right. it's this podcast. Uh, um, let's get to the topic. I think maybe... Yeah, sorry. Maybe it's... Too- we got a little no, diverted no. there. What <laughs> is a topic? <laughs> well, for our purposes, today's topic is games that we want to love or want to play, but never quite got into and don't fully understand why. Um, mm-hmm. Today's title is, I think Adam pointed it out, um, Looking Through the Window, uh, the idea being what could have been. And it kind of came from sitting around, coming up with topic ideas and talking about, oh man, there's this really cool game that I wish I had gotten into or I wish that I was playing. So we just thought we'd talk about that today. And that's what we're going to yeah. do, you know? And uh, I feel like that's a pretty universal thing for, for most gamers. Like, because there's so many games coming out mm-hmm. that there's bound to be ones that you're like, 
you either like followed for a long time or were super excited and then you were just like looking and they're like no actually that ain't for me or i just don't have the time to get to it yeah like i have this i have i don't know if this is just me but i definitely have this habit of like following certain games more closely than like wanting to actually play them like the media coverage for some games is always so dense and so interesting uh Mm -hmm. despite maybe what the final product is um I guess, like, let's just get to the first question, which is just, you know, giving off a list. uh, What games do you wish you were playing and why are you not? Uh, And if you have a specific reason, go ahead and state it. So I'd like to mention at this moment that we're going to be doing this round robin style so that I do not dominate this conversation. (laughs) Yes, we were were trying to make sure that we pass the ball of conversation around equally. We're trying to be good. Uh, We're trying to be good. We'll start with Zach. This might be a... (laughs) <laughs> this might be a bad idea, but let's start with Zach. We're going to jump right off a cliff. So I'd like to clarify at the beginning, I made a, a list. I made multiple lists based off of the different consoles and availabilities. I mm-hmm. think I have like over 30 games listed. So we're probably not going to do all of those. Oh, God, no. But I'm going to start. pick the ones you can talk about. I'm going to start with the one. Um, I think I'm going to start with this one. One day in my life, I do plan to play this. I'm going to play Deadly Premonition. Mm. Um, you know what? Mm. So I would. So if you don't know, what Deadly Premonition is. Um, I would describe it as a beautiful trash fire. <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> it is a beautiful trash fire. It's also in a dumpster. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is like a buggy game. I have it on Steam, but I need to install an extra thing to do it. Um, but I'm guaranteed going to going to play this game at some point. Um, uh, but I just haven't yet because. There's kind of some barriers to entry. I'm kind of apprehensive about playing it, and I don't really, like... There's certain aspects to playing it that I'm like, I don't really want to do this. It Like, yeah. I don't want to play a janky game unless it's under very specific circumstances. Mm. I can feel that. So, and then to add more on to that, so Deadly Premonition is by a guy named Swery, and he's known for making these really bizarre games. And Deadly Premonition is so much Twin Peaks... But Swery claims, no, I've never seen Twin Peaks. I swear I've oh, never I don't, seen it. Like, that's bullshit. That, Swery, that's some fucking lying. They they, and, they and almost like, straight up like, ugh. I, 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 no, I, I, think that's some, I, I think that's some straight trolling right there. That sounds like some I, troll work. You know, Drew, I actually think he is trolling. It's like, I think this is somebody who must have seen something like, this is so cool. I want to try my hand at it. It's just funny that he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was like. That's the red room, you idiot. Uh, but, so, so Zach, is it is it a matter of it's just old and you you just don't have the patience for the jank? Is that because that's a yeah. very, like, legit grievance? I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of the issue that I have. Um, there is I do know of a circumstance that I know will get me to play the game, and I am going to do that to play it. Mm-hmm. So and, and that is oh uh so right now I'm streaming Dark Souls three. By the way, follow me Twitch.com/slash Grutox um oh for my stream come on i have to promote um but uh once i'm done streaming dark souls 3 i am pretty much immediately just going to shift into deadly premonition that is a huge tone shift <laughs> it is yo zach when you yeah. do that let me know i will definitely tune in i yeah i'm so excited so, like I, I mentioned it to my regular online group and i was like hey if i stream deadly premonition would you guys watch and almost every single person was just like yes yes i would watch this so I want to piggyback off what you were saying, Zach, because Deadly Premonition is another game that I've, like, I know a bit about. There are some people online who I follow that are, like, super into this game. Uh, 
I know two best friends that have played through of it that I just never watched because I as well was like, you know, this looks interesting enough that I want to play it. But I think I'm kind of in the same camp as you where it's like, I get that it's janky and that's kind of part of its charm, but I'm almost like, I don't know if I really want to play a jank game just for it, like a joke. Right. You know? So, so that's why I don't want to play it alone. I want to play it with friends. Like I, I'm basically going to open up discord and have a bunch of friends talk with me while I'm playing it, while they're watching it on the stream. All right. I'm going to come over to your house and we're just going to play. Are you into it because of the idea. world? Are you into it because of the world? Or are you into it because of like the jank? Like I'm just I, trying to get an idea of why you're interested in it. So, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm into it because of, I'm into it a lot because of the world and the jank. I, I'm okay. into it because it's just such an interesting kind of game and it's got such an infamousness to it that I'm like, I, I want to see what this is about. And I have friends that really, really enjoy it and could make my experience with this game a lot better. Yeah. Mm. To, to add more onto it, it's, it actually has a lot of really neat ideas going for it. And the story apparently gets really good. It's just kind of weird because I feel like it was a small studio who wanted to do a really big idea and then kind of half baked some parts. And it was like, that'd be fine if these parts weren't like really important, yeah. like sequencing in quests. That could that's kind of <laughs> jank too. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but but yeah, uh, that's that's kind of what I I plan on doing once I finish with Dark Souls three, uh, which mm. makes me want to finish Dark Souls three as fast as humanly possible. Oh, gotcha. well, it, if I may, oh. um, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to say for for Zach, like if you're interested in Deadly Premonition, but you want something maybe slightly less jank, have mm-hmm. you have you considered Alan Wank or sorry, Al, sorry, Alan Wank? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Alan Wake. <laughs> not, not no, the... We we know what you said. We know okay. what you said. Alan Wake is my new favorite character. He takes his flashlight and tries to like bring light to enemies. Being added oh. to Overwatch DLC. Check it out. Oh no. <laughs> um, I was gonna say Alan Wake is uh similar in the sense that it kind of takes after a lot of Twin Peaksy stuff too. Um, mm. so maybe like I played through some of that and I actually thought it was shockingly better than I, its reputation hmm. um maybe if you just wanted something less jank maybe just, um just plug in but i think i don't know the infamousness around deadly premonition i think is just going to keep me on that track anyways for, yeah, i think we're sense. good on mine mm-hmm. <laughs> my first Drew, one what about you man um so for me i uh, i do have i do have lots of games that i look at i try to follow closely and as i said i will be like oh man cool it made it great for you and then i don't pick it up um and that can happen on with with anything uh, it certainly happened with the indie circuit where maybe there's a game that's like just a genre i'm not into but like the dev team seems super cool um one thing that i feel like is just like a personal failing of mine is i've always wanted to get into like uh, crpgs like mm-hmm. the, the concept oh. of them is super interesting to me. Like these like very narrative heavy, very dense games that you just sit down for a month and say, this is my life and go with it. Um, and like every time I see them, they look cool. Like uh, Pillars of Eternity looks super cool. Uh, Planetscape Torment looks super cool. I think there was that mm-hmm. one. Uh, it was like Sin. I know Divinity is the new one. Yeah, Divinity. Yeah. Divinity Eternal Sin. Like they all look so cool to me on paper. And yet the time commitment absolutely kills me. And oh, yeah. that's just yeah. something where like, I know that's, that's on me, but like, it's something where I'm torn between like, this looks super cool and awesome, but the entire genre mm. is something I've almost never really dug too deeply into. I feel so weird about that. Cause like, yeah. I feel like I would love them if I tried, 
but I don't try, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can see that being kind of a, an issue. And I, I run into that when I start playing CRPGs and JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to, like, block out time and say I am playing nothing but this. Yeah. Well, I, I know Zach, when he was playing Persona 5, oh, like, played nothing but that. And, it was like, literally that's the, kind of what he was saying. Like, like, it's something that you have to say, like, okay, everything else needs to sit to the side. Sorry, I hit my mic. Um, but everything else needs to sit to the side everything else sits to the side this thing this is what I, I get on i play it i get through uh parts of it and then i stop um although for for the crpg angle um i i would say it's almost like sitting down to play like a it's like a longer dark souls if you want to think about it like that i don't know why we're going mm-hmm. to dark souls necessarily it's, i think it's because like you might take it in the same way that i do and that um when i know i have like a few hours here and there i just sort of turn it on and start playing and I think actually one of the ways you can sort of start playing one of these games, I don't know, I'm going on a rant here, but um, one of the ways you, you can start playing one of these games is by just uh, getting through the intro part. Like, I think mm-hmm. once you get through the intro section, it gets a lot easier to jump back on and start playing again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little harder. Like, you have to make sure you keep up consistently and that you're playing it like once a week or else you're going to like lose your place. But I think that's a way to, you know, just like bite the bullet get on just yeah. do it and then, mm. and then i think just, it's actually a really good idea and I, I think that's probably going to apply to a lot of games that we're going to talk here is that like just kind of getting over kind of getting over that initial hump of like i i want to get into this but i got it i got to get like barrel through this part mm-hmm. uh, i was going to say I, I almost understand really understand drew's thing with crpgs because uh, i know i had a copy of uh, divinity original sin and i thought it was really cool and then i was like looking through all this stuff and it's like oh man this seems like super daunting to like try to get into and that was one of the things that kind of prevented me from playing it i don't know if that's the same for you drew but it was like this is a bit this is a bit much more than i actually wanted yeah and like the thing is i know once i make that initial Mm -hmm. commit through it'll work out um Mm -hmm. and like i think part of it might just be the fact that like as i understand it with crpgs it's not just the story it's the fact that like you know you can get really lost in like coming up with your character and like throwing in bits and pieces depending on how deep the mechanics go oh man and can i just tell you like <laughs> the amount of times in uh final fantasy 14 i think it is i have yeah. just like mm-hmm. gone on created a character and then gone all right i'm gonna go play on my regular character now <laughs> <laughs> see i'm worried about that i'm worried about like the huge investment getting ready to start a journey and being like oh it's midnight and i spent my entire day like making like the classic like character creator problem right only it's magnified by a hundred times because it's a crpg no i I would actually if if you want a game uh that is is generally speaking a crpg or at least you can play it like a crpg um but it is a lot easier to sort of push through a lot of the intersections. I might suggest uh, Dragon Age, especially the later ones. Really? I thought it... you didn't like Dragon Age. I thought you were like. Why do relative... you think I hate? <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's a matter of he he loves it because he hates it, and he hates it because he loves it. Uh... Oh my god! Yeah, I have a love hate relationship with the Dragon Age series. There's pro- I have problems with that series, but like it's a it is a fantasy romp. If you want a fantasy romp. And it's okay. it's can be a CRPG, and it's a lot easier to sort of play when you're playing it, and they tend to do a lot better with their introductions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would like suggest I would almost suggest just start playing Inquisition. Um, 
you could play the previous two. Um, I didn't like the second one. That was one I didn't actually like. And the first one's really good, but it is very CRPG. Oh, you mm. mean asset reuse the game? Oh, don't remind me of two. <laughs> no, we're not starting this. We're That's start- for later. We're not starting this. But uh, but Dragon Age Inquisition in particular, that is a game. It's pretty easy to just pick up and play it. Mm. And mm. the the controls, play it on normal mode and just auto attack to win. If you want some, okay. if you want some more challenge, like y- you can sort of like default your way through a lot of this game. Mm. Okay, you know, I I might I might take you up on that. I might I might have my first semi CRPG thanks to Bioware and Zach. How about that? Yeah. All right. Nice. All right. Well, that that's me. Let's continue this around, Robin. Let's see what Adam wishes uh, was part of his life, and so sadly is not. This is a bit different. This is a bit different than than I guess you know your your both of your guys is where it's like games that you're kind of interested in that you know you just haven't got to. This is the one. I, my example is one that's like I've tried it out a bit, and then like. I just ended up not really liking the way it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember a bunch of my friends getting super excited for Skyrim, like El- like all the Elder Scrolls games. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, Fallout and all that stuff. And I remember <clears throat> just, like, when those games were, like, especially, like, Fallout 3 and Skyrim were coming out, I I, almost, I feel like I got, like, s- like swept up in the hype of those games where I was also like, oh, my God, yes, yes, <laughs> And, like, I remember, like, day one buying Skyrim and playing it, and then I played it for, like, fifth, like, not 15 hours. Like, basically about 15 hours of Skyrim and, like, maybe 10 hours of Fallout 3, and it's like, you know, this just kind of wasn't what I was expecting it to be. And it, it's kind of like, it's not the same because it sounds like you guys, like, haven't really played those ones, where mine's like, I wish I were more into this, but I'm just not. Yeah. Because they, and I don't really know if there's a really a really kind of a way to get around it because like my problem with the elder scrolls is just like i feel like a lot of the elder scrolls a lot of their appeal is that because they're built up on like all this like big lore and stuff like that and you can kind of go out and do all this stuff but then when i play them it's like well i don't really get like why this is significant or what this is and going out and doing some of these quests like doesn't really feel like it's helping like it just doesn't feel like i have a much of a goal in those hmm. and it's kind of the same with fallout where it's like Boy, I feel like, I don't know, I just thought it'd be cool, like, oh, I'm gonna go explore the wilderness of, like, the wasteland, and then I actually play them, and it's like, this isn't quite at all what I was expecting. Mm. Yeah, uh, I I definitely run into that particular kind of issue playing those games as well. Mm. Um, and, and Fallout especially, I, I, I share your pain in the Fallout series. I play that game for, like, two hours, and then I just go, like, why am I doing this, and stop playing it's just not very exciting to play those games for me. I don't know why I, because yeah. I do play, cause I did play the living crap. I, I had like two mains uh, for Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot easier for me to inhabit a character while I'm playing those games. I think that's something that you kind of have to do. You have to sort of imprint a lot of the, for me, at least I have to like imprint a lot of the personality of the, the character mm-hmm. that I'm playing as onto yeah. it while I'm playing. And do like a little bit like role playing with myself essentially, which if I have ever game mastered for you, and that's going to be a small audience, but if I ever have, uh, you'll know I do that a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> and I guess that's, I guess that's part of it, and it just feels like when I if I like ever try to do that, try to like get into a character, the mecha- the mechanics of the game kind of limit me in what I what I can do mm-hmm. kind of deal, or I can't quite attack things the way I want, and it's like well. Oh yeah. The world is not quite what I wanted. I'm not really able to interact with it as much as I wanted. Yeah, like everything and I mm-hmm. it, like everything is kind of sloppy. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's just it's weird. And like 
the one that actually kind of kicked me out of like really wanting to be in the fallout series was fallout 4 because i remember like watching this stuff and then i remember like checking the story and it's like so you mean to tell me they're actually making it even more linear and i thought maybe that might make me more interested because it's like okay look now this is more established and set up but then i start like looking at all the stuff they did with it and it's like uh actually no i'm still not that interested in it um, yeah i think i think a lot of the appeal is is like like while you're playing if you find the random stuff on the side of the road interesting then you'll enjoy the experience but if you're like i don't really care about that crap on the side of the road then it's just gonna be boring and like annoying yeah mm. well that's the weird thing and i was thinking about this myself of like uh i thought maybe when I, like when i wasn't really enjoying skyrim I was like oh is it is it just because i don't really like open worlds and like no that's not it because i'm playing like like breath of the wild and red dead redemption and stuff like that. those are open worlds i'm like what the hell is it about skyrim that i'm just like uh, i don't fucking care well i don't know it, it was weird and i couldn't quite explain it yeah and I, I don't really know if there's a way to kind of get around it uh i remember trying to play a bit more of fallout 3 with my buddy jordan at one point uh we even started up a new save file and we tr i tried doing what you're gonna do with dark uh, with deadly premonition uh zach where mm. me and him were playing it and it's like this is more fun and then he leaves and like i don't give a fuck about this character <laughs> right like that's the problem so i keep running into is i'm like like yeah I, like with certain games i feel like if i'm not like if i don't have an audience for this game and i'm not like chatting with people while i'm playing it it's just not gonna be a fun experience is yeah. that, are, are you are you echoing doki doki literature club at this point or or what because i know that oh, was right. something you started i i don't know if i'm ever gonna finish that game i want you to. and if i do i, I will in fact stream it and have to have other people there to like assure me and calm me down hmm. I see. <laughs> but yeah that's my example of a game i kind of wish i was more into uh and i even tried it i was just like I, I, you, good, you did your I'm due good. diligence you gave it a shot it just wasn't for you Ain't I'm sorry, Bethesda. I tried so hard. I you just went, don't get... took aim, but yet you could not fire. Oh, and now dear. they're like, oh, Elder Scrolls 6. And everyone's like, oh, Elder Scrolls 6? Where could it be? It's like, oh, what the fuck? Guys, it was a fucking panning shot. I mean, you can, you can say I'm, that, but then you have to look at Metroid Prime 4 and remember how much that logo... It hyped me, Adam. It hyped yeah, me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, okay, I, I'm not talking shit on getting hyped all over nothing in a trailer, because I've been hyped for less. Fuck, I was hyped for a number, Drew. I know. Lord, it's I know. Like, it's like, <gasps> the number four? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, Zach, what, what's the example you got? So, uh, my next example of my many, many, many examples... Uh, I'm a little caught, but I think I'm going to go with, um, I think just one I just, I don't think about it very often, but whenever I do, it's something that I really want to try is, uh, Stardew Valley. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. I, I, uh -huh. I hear this game is very relaxing and I think that would be really great for me personally, but it's one of those games that I don't think about. It's like, it's one of the games that you just don't think about very often. The only reason I brought it up is because I went through my entire catalog on Steam and it was on there and I was like, oh, right, I should play this. Hmm. Hmm. And so yeah. is it a matter of you want something relaxing and fun, but it's too relaxing and too fun for you to care to pick it up? Because uh, that's that's a strange position to be in, man. Like, I think it's just because I don't think about it very much. Mm. Like, it's kind of like you don't really think about it until you're in the mood, but then when you're in the mood, it's like, well, I'm not in the ability to play it. And then you get in the ability to play it, it's like, but I could play something else. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Is that I'll be sort of like, you know, I'll be like, oh, I just want to do something relaxing. And then I'm like, I, and I don't think about Stardew Valley. I just go like, oh, I'll go watch some YouTube videos. 
Hmm. So it's kind of one of those, it's like, I can get into the right mindset and I can be in the right mindset, but it just doesn't come up. Hmm. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Cause I don't think it would be very hard for me to start playing this game. I have a very particular reason why I'm not playing this game. Oh, do you? I have heard tale that this game is very much like Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing. I, as a small child, lost an entire summer to Animal Crossing. I'm, I know <laughs> I'm going to get addicted to this, so I'm staying far away. You can't trick me, life simulator. <laughs> I won't have it. I think that's a slightly uh, different reason than uh, than what Zach's got going on. Maybe. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, I, again, this is really funny because like, I feel like I've agreed with everybody pretty much so far of like, yeah, Stardew Valley looks really cool. Uh, I feel like I, I could really enjoy it. I also know that I might get just absorbed into it. Or what kind of worries me more is I'll like like it, but then never go back to it. It's like, no. mm. but uh, Zach, you should talk to our friend Cindy. Cindy plays that game a lot. Oh, she does? I she, yeah, I think she like really enjoys that one. And you can play multiplayer now. Ooh, I have no farm. idea what that means. <laughs> you can farm with all your friends. Yeah, I guess I can go farm with Cindy. Can I, okay, let me, let me tangent real quick. There have been a couple of these, like, really fun, like, indie games that have recently added multiplayer, to which I'm like, but why, though? Right, like, yeah. Stardew Valley added multiplayer, Don't Starve Together added multiplayer, it's like, but right. why? I mean, and it's not even like it's a Monaco situation where the game is meant to be multiplayer. Yeah. But have you guys played was, Monaco? Um, I don't, I don't know. I've seen I, it. I might have played it for, like, a it's bit. It's cheap, it's multiplayer, it's short, and it's glorious. Well, those are all good things. I will say I was excited for the multiplayer in Don't Starve because that's a game where it's kind of I imagine it would be fun to like troll with people to try and survive. But mm -hmm. then you are just kind of screwing yourself over. So I'm sure the devs have a decent reason for putting all the time into it. I just don't know if I would be the use case at this point. But I remember being mm -hmm. pretty excited for it because I'm like, cool, I can I can play this game with friends and it's really weird. But mm -hmm. who knows? Zach, do you have anything else you wanted to say about Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Um, I no, I think I'm pretty good. It's just again, it's something that's it never is on the back of my mind. It's never on the tip of my tongue. I see. I see. Well, in that case, uh, if we're going round robin, I have what I feel would be controversial, um, which is in theme oh, no. of this episode. Um, oh, no. So I respect, I admire, I appreciate what Minecraft has done for the world. <laughs> I have never like played it for more than an hour and cared. Like I, I'm. It's it's cool, but you know, for me, I there's not I, I enough structure. <laughs> and I know I... that some people do amazing things in it. I am marvelled. Yeah. I've seen the scale model of the Star Destroyer or whatever. But like I, I just I'm not that kind of personality. I can't do it, and I feel bad about that because I feel like I sh I would want to, and yet. And yet it's like cool pigs and pigs and creepers. I, I feel you a hundred percent on that one. Minecraft. I remember trying to play that game. I remember when I first picked it up and played it solo and it was like, yeah, this is pretty fun. I got super bored. I will say Minecraft with friends on like a server mm -hmm. is actually a lot of fun. I have oh, fun yeah. with it. Um, I feel like, I feel like you and I drew have a kind of a similar thing, but my feeling was more on a no man's sky where it's mm -hmm. like, boy, this looks really cool. I, I feel like I would, I feel like I should, I would enjoy this, but there's like very little, like, I know there's a story mode to it and hell Minecraft has a story mode to it, but it's like, it's not that much structure and it's like kind of weird. Also that game keeps dumping me off on random, <laughs> like radioactive planets, Drew. This oh, is some man. bullshit. Adam, do you want to, oh, do you want to no. tell that story? Cause um... I'll tell that story after, uh, at the end of the podcast, but All like, right. 
<laughs> see it's funny you bring up yeah. no man's sky though because like i feel like the reason that game works for me because it's is because it's like an inverse minecraft like it's mm. a big big world there's stuff to do but it's focused more on like a single player kind of thing where it's like more about like the stuff that i want to do whereas with minecraft i feel like to appreciate it i need like to show it off to people and i need to like interact with people and That's i don't know because so i'm like <laughs> almost in the exact opposite camp where it's like i feel like minecraft well Minecraft is really fun with play with people, and I feel like No Man's Sky would also be fun with people, which is why like I got super excited and I was following them as, as they added like No Man's Sky next. I was like, oh, maybe I'll pick it up, but so I'm like, uh, well, we we took care of that, didn't I we? Probably won't. Bad timing, I guess. Uh, maybe. Um, but no, that's mine. That's mine. Um, Minecraft. Uh, you know what? That joke. It's your turn. <laughs> I I also can't do the single player at all. You know what I can do, though? The fucking free play mode. Let me tell you, I have built some villages. Villages? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. I think... Do you ever do that battery thing? Because I, I saw someone build a calculator in Minecraft, and it's, no. it's things like that that make me go, what the fuck? No, I I just I just sit down and construct little fantasy villages. Uh, that's what I've done in Minecraft before. That's, that's what I can spend time in Minecraft doing without getting bored. It's either on a server with some friends or building villages. I gotcha, mm-hmm. I gotcha. Well, Adam, you're up. What's going down? Uh, so let's see. Uh, this one is kind of interesting because I know Zach is really into this game. Oh, uh, here we go. What I was going to say is this example I'm going to give of a game I'd really like to get into uh, is one that I know Zach has played a ton of. Uh, I have always really wanted to get into Final Fantasy XIV. I think it's oh. like I have tried maybe I know when it was like a free account weekend. I played a little bit and really, really liked it. And then I, I got the game for Christmas and I played for like a month and like, unfortunately that month was also a month where I was like super busy with other stuff. Right. Cause it was in like, it was like end of year stuff. So I didn't really get to play much of it, but Final Fantasy 14 is always one of those games. It's like, it seems like when I'm looking at MMO, there's just so much of the stuff I, I, I should like in this. Like, like it's Final Fantasy themed. I love Final Fantasy stuff. Uh, I've really liked... I've ended up playing, like, the same section because I always pick the same starter class at the same place. You uh, play Monk every single time? You're fucking right. I play the <laughs> Brawler every single time. Oh and every God. time I play, I get a little bit further and more and more away from the city, and it's great. Oh, my God. This is um, amazing. But... And I absolutely... This was a game I really like to the point where I remember one day I was just humming the overworld theme uh, of, uh, God, what's this, what's the monk's starting city? Ulda. Ulda. I was humming like the Ulda, like just starting the theme. City. Like, man. Thanalan? Do you mean Thanalan? Thanalan's the Maybe. desert. Um, oh no, it, it's the city. Okay. Ulda. Um, and I just remember like, damn, this game is cool. Um, but I think what really holds me back from like really getting into it is one, um, and this happens with a lot of games, I feel like, where people like, I should start this, but don't, where it's just like, there is so much content. It's, a, it's again, super daunting to think about all these things you could do. Right. Which is which is weird because it's like, you would think that would make me like more excited where it's like, look at all the stuff I can do. There's so much. But no, it sometimes has the inverse of like, oh my God, that's a lot to try to catch up on and a lot of yeah. like back knowledge to learn. So uh just from my experience with the game i ran into the exact same issue that you did um Mm -hmm. as i was leveling up and now that i'm at max level like i don't have full gear i'm actually really terribly geared (laughs) but i i have one class maxed out which is kind of embarrassingly small amount and i don't have full gear on that on that class either because like i run into the same problem that you do like 
I'm like, I don't have enough hours in the day to play this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, for me personally, Final Fantasy fourteen has become something that's like, I want to play this game to mostly for the story content and to play with my friends and sort of enjoy it in that way. And so I try to focus on just hanging out with friends and getting just mm. enough gear so that I can go do more story content. Well, and so let me tell you the second reason I've always kind of just not jumped into it. And it's kind mm. of weird because um, and this is going to make me I, I'm trying to figure out a word because like there's a way I word this that makes me sound like a huge asshole. Part of an MMO, I feel, is playing with all of your friends. <clears throat> And I wish more of my friends were just, like, in this game. I know I have a couple friends who are, like, here and there. But because there's no real, like, you can't really cross-play uh, across servers with people. Wow. I almost find it... Can you really? Uh, like, For dungeon runs, yeah. Okay. I guess what I mean is, like, when I, when I want to, like, go explore the overworld or explore this new area, it'd be fun to be able to do that with, like, somebody else. But I know a bunch of my friends who were playing it are all on different servers. Or uh. some people got kind of fallen off on it. Um. And, like, one of these days, I've always intended to be, like, throw up, like, a Facebook post, like, hey, y'all, I'm going to play FF14. Suck it. I'm going to go on this server. Please play with me. Well, it, so if you play on my server, which is Goblin, um, I could uh, introduce you to the free company that I'm in because, like, we have an entire Discord server. Um, I might, like, and I've always wanted to take you up on that offer, on that offer. then the amount of, like, oh, Jesus, this is a lot to handle. Well, to the, the free company that I'm part of consists of, like, six active members. So it wouldn't be a lot of people. Wow. <laughs> it's not, like, it's not, not a whole bunch of extra people. Um, but there will be, but they'll be there and they'll help you level up. And, you, you know, mm-hmm. you can talk with them while you're doing things. And they will be able to commiserate with you when you talk about something that's like in the game or something. But yeah, it, it's not a terribly large group of people in the company itself. Uh, there's also a bunch of people that are like aren't part of the company that are on like different servers um, that mm-hmm. are still part of the Discord. But, you know, it's just random people. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was just... Final Fantasy fourteen is one of those games, and maybe one day I will jump into it. Hell, maybe I'll jump on Zach's server, where it's like, I, I do really want to play this game. It's just, boy, it's kind of a time commitment at the moment. Yeah, I definitely agree there. It's a massive time commitment. <laughs> if you ever want to know why I don't play that much by 15, 14, it's just I'm like, the more time I commit to this, the more time I need to commit to this. Mm. But yeah. I, I, Drew, when are you, when are you going to play FF14 with us? Drew. Hello. Is, is it Drew you're looking for? Oh man. Uh oh. Did we lose him? Did we truly lose the Drew? <laughs> oh no, he's muted. Well, this is He's muted. Drew is muted. Why? How do we He's fake? Okay, there we go. Oh god. <laughs> he checked out. <laughs> wow. I was giving I was giving you a oh, heartfelt god. reason why I was into this game, but no, Drew bounced. Yeah. Oh, oh, I feel. <laughs> All right, Zach. Uh, let's do one, one more. Okay. I am I starting this time? Yeah. We'll, we'll have you go. Okay. Um. Boy, I keep. Uh. Pick a good one. It matters now. I know. Like I've got a tough one to pick. Um. Let's go with. There's so many. I think I gotta go with this one. Kerbal Space Program. Huh. It is a game. That I want to play, but I feel it is too complicated for me to just sit down and learn it. I feel like there's there's like a a like cliff that I have to surmass before I like do that. It's the same with other games, like say like uh, City Skylines or this or sometimes The Sims. Is that like I'm like in order to play this game, I feel like I have to jump over a hurdle that I like don't want to invest the time to do. You know, 
it's interesting to me because I feel like all of the, the examples we've given, a very, very common theme that they've all had is like, mm-hmm. this game looks cool, but God, there feels like there's a wall. There's like a barrier to entry at the moment. And yeah, Kerbal, I remember watching a friend play Kerbal and he just was doing nothing. It was just sending up failed rockets over and over. It's like, I don't understand why this is fun or interesting, but you go, Will. You Like, or on the flip side, if you are a NASA rocket scientist, it is a way to do your job when you're not doing your job. <laughs> Franklin, did you launch that rocket into space? Of course, SpaceX's new rocket is off the ground. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay, uh, turn off Kerbal. Okay, one more hour, <laughs> then I'll get back. Uh, um, I think it... No, I, I genuinely think I could enjoy playing this game. I just... The barrier to entry in terms of, like, the complexity of, like, slapping together a rocket, I think is just just really high i think like it's it's one of those games where i'm like if i have an entire day to myself which i get sometimes i might sit down and try to learn this and try and play it so yeah just sit down with let me let me curble up with this blanket Mm. also let me there you go that's what i'm doing but zach this is california it never rains oh wow (laughs) oh what a great joke zach and or adam uh hi internet it's your boy, Drew. And uh, unfortunately, my audio for this particular section became corrupted. Um, that's right, corrupted. So, just to sum it up, I was going to talk a little bit about how I really wish I'd gotten into Resident Evil 4, and I tried it out, but never quite did, in part because I was between playing that or Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, and it just, you know, it made me have to make some tough decisions and it might have affected my perception while I was playing the game. And some more stuff here and there. Um, basically, I'm a heretic. But you, you're you not going to hear that because my audio done goofed. So apologies. Um, the rest of the episode, enjoy. And have a great day. And sorry for the technical uh, little technical hiccup. And um, you're great. We love you. And um, that's what I got. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, boys. Here's what we're doing. Uh, Halloween nitwick stream of Resident Evil 4 because I'm going to make y'all play that game. Well. That game. It is is actively heresy to say you don't like that one, even though I can totally understand. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Do we have a capture card? We can get one right after I tell you about this other game I wish I could get into more. Got it. Well, go ahead. So this one is probably going to surprise most people. Um... I wish I was more into Dragon Ball Fighters than I am. Ooh. Which which is interesting because one, I love Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball Z. I am semi aware of Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> uh, two, I like fighting games. Three, I love Marvel style fighting games. So all of these things should make Dragon Ball Fighters like this amazing thing for me to play. And every time I play it, I absolutely adore it and I leave the session going like, why don't I play this game more often? And I think it has everything to do with there's a certain concept in a lot of games where if they have a very heavy multiplayer component, especially with fighting games, you almost have like a brief window where you you're on level field with everybody. But at some point you're just in the dot like you're gone. Like everybody has advanced too far kind of deal. Hmm. And sometimes with fighting games, um, and I feel like this might be true of some other multiplayer games is you it's kind of why another thing with 14 but not nearly as much because i know 14 mm-hmm. i can just play it on my own and get better whereas 
Dragon Ball Fighters, people already have the skill set and the mess, the muscle memory that I just don't have, and it'd be very difficult to like try to jump in online and play. Yeah, which is why I end up only playing it in very select like sit down sessions with other friends. And I'm like, I should mm. play this more often. It's like, no, I really don't. I really don't want to get like bodied online like day in day out. Yeah, like that's that's kind of a uh, that's kind of my issue with fighting games in general as well. And that's why the only two fighting games that have actually really like I, well i really like playing the 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 persona one but that's because i played it single player <laughs> like i never played it online mm-hmm. um but the the only two other ones uh have been smash which is very much a like supposed to be on the couch with friends kind of game and Pokken, which i only played once it was with like friends with me at the time hey that was me <gasps> that was you <gasps> chandelure mirror matches go god that was an amazing match we drew we have a story to tell you about chandelure after the podcast that was yeah what stories were what stories were we supposed to tell of the podcast of chandelure and what was the other one i don't know but i already told mine oh god we'll piece it together (laughs) oh god somebody's gonna be like you didn't tell the story like uh uh-oh um but here's the weird thing about dragon ball fighters is that dragon ball fighters is almost geared to like allow beginners to get in like really easily Mm-hmm. and that's kind of weird because like it has its whole auto combo system it has everything and it's like wow I, I guess i really should just give it a shot i just kind of haven't a little i, I think it's kind of that it's mm-hmm. like i would need i would want to put in the time necessary to kind of like get good at it but i also know that that's a lot of time to to do <laughs> well so we're about like an hour in yes we um, are and i know we had two other questions i, I feel like, like we've kind of We've, I feel like we kind of covered these already. Yeah, like, I feel like we've talked about a lot of these questions. I almost feel like we could skip the design club. We've talked about, like, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I would want to just uh, go back to because I know we have, like, what factors help you prioritize what games you're playing? And very quickly, it's, from what we've said, it's usually time and trying to get over that initial hump of difficulty. Although, can I just mention, can I mention... Yeah. One one of the the, the sample questions uh, is talk of the town, and uh, I just want to say thank you, thank you, Drew, Yay! for adding that in. <laughs> Sorry to, to mention uh, during our design club, our, our senior year design club, uh, we had like we, we got into a bunch of different prototyping groups, and one of the prototype games was called Talk of the Town, which I was one of the leads on, um, mm. but it got cut, and I had to go scramble to jump onto a different team. The talk of the town will rise again. It shall rise again. <laughs> um, and I, mm. I, it's gotta be like, it's gotta be like any game that's super cool, but you know, it's going to be complicated. I, I kind of boiled it down to a couple things. It was like one, any game. And this is kind of for something like Drew brought up with the divinity thing. It's like any game that's kind of really out of your comfort zone or like mm. you think it's really cool, but it's also like something you maybe you don't traditionally play. I feel like has that added like weight of, you have to learn the the mindset and mechanics of that game. Uh, I think any game that has like an online component has this potential to happen because it's like, I should play this when everybody else is playing it. But then if you miss it or like that initial window, you're kind of done. Uh, one game we didn't think we didn't talk about, but this happens all the <clears throat> time. Remasters have this happen all of the time. Oh. Uh, have you guys ever picked up a remaster mm. thinking, oh, this is going to be fun to go back and play this old game that you never do? You know what's funny? I've, I've done that. I mean, I avoid remasters. Like, I've never... Like, I want to... You know what? Like, the DMC remaster. I want to try that out, but I can't justify it. You know? It's my, like, my, I, I re- yeah, my opinion on remasters this. is I only buy remasters for games that I don't already own. 
Mm. Or like that I haven't already played. Like mm. I'm probably I might get the Okami remaster for Switch because I already have it for it. the PS2, but I haven't like played Okami. <laughs> you should really play. You uh, one. You should really play Okami. I Okami's, should. Oh. And but oh, well, Okami listen. Is so good. Listen, man. I have it for PS2. My PS2 is jank as hell. Don't play it on the PS2. Now you should play it on either your PS4 so you can enjoy it in hyper HD, or on the Switch so you can play it wherever. Uh, probably the Switch, but yeah. Mm. Uh, I, for me, my example with remasters is uh, Final Fantasy X. Because I remember playing it on the PS2, and I love <gasps> Final Fantasy X. It was my first Final Fantasy, and I don't care what anyone says. FF10 will, for me, always be a very special game for me. Mm. Um, but mm-hmm. when I got the remaster, it um, it had all this new content, because this was the Japanese exclusive version that usually came out. You know, like, Drew, you know how like Kingdom Hearts does their final mix stuff? It was that kind of deal yeah. where it's like we reworked a bunch of stuff, we rebalanced it, and I was like, I really want to play this game now because it looks so good and it has all the new stuff. But then it was like, well, mm-hmm. I, I should play this, but I also want to play these other things, and I can't quite justify it because I've played, I've already played this game, so yeah. it's kind of like. But then again, I haven't played it in a, that game in a while, so I've forgotten a lot of it. So it might be all brand new. Who knows? Yeah, that's this is gonna be me when they come up with the mm. Persona Five, uh, like upgraded version. I kind of hope they don't, if I'm honest. Really? Just so you don't have to, like, get tempted really to play it again? Want, like, I keep telling myself, like, one day I'll go through a second run of Persona. And at first it was like, oh, I know if I start it right, right after I beat it, I'll just play it through it again. And now it's been enough time of, like, that took a long time to play. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Like, if they do it again, mm. I hope I can, like, transfer a, my save file over and, like, just do the new game plus mode of it. And so that way I'm just like, I don't have to give a fuck about it, a lot of the tedious stuff in this game. I could just mm. jam on through the story. I mean, that would be the logical thing. Yeah, that'd no. Be, that'd be really great They're for not going to do it. You know why? Because it. every time they've done it before, it's been released as a separate game. God, I hate that. That's so <sighs> silly. I don't like it. That that makes me so angry. You know what it makes me want to do, mm. Zach? Mm. It makes me want to go into okay. Design Club. That's well, what it makes okay. me want to do. Um, I'm full of rage. You know, I think we've done... The thing is... So, today's Design Club... I'm going to steal this from Drew... Today's design club is take a game you wish you could get into and explain what it would take for you to realistically pick it up tomorrow. And Damn, I feel like tomorrow. we've talked about this a lot. Hmm. I feel like our entire discussions of like every game we've talked about has just been like, what would it take for you to get into this game? And like sometimes like me or somebody else trying to like convince them to play. Drew. Oh, sorry. Adam, Final Fantasy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the intent was like, how do you tweak it? Like, how do you change it? Um, within reason, like you can't just like append a fifty dollar like bill mm-hmm. onto the, oh, onto damn. the box. Oh right, damn! Unless Here's that would absolutely do. How do I get you to play RE4? I'm gonna give you fifty bucks if you play it. <laughs> I'll take that deal. Let's um, do it. Excellent. I had to think of any one game from what we've said. Uh, I really can't because here and here's the weird thing about it. Part of the reason why I was even interested in a lot of these games to begin with was because they were exactly the way they are. And it's just like, I I guess if I could say anything, I would wish that like certain CRPGs maybe like redid their tutorials a bit so they're more streamlined. Yeah, they're not. (laughs) So the tutorials are not as obtuse. Uh, Or hell, for like Elder Scrolls or like Fallout. Like, okay, let me think. Because Fallout was one I had in mind when I was thinking about this question. Like, what would it take for me to get kind of mm-hmm. back on the fallout train one mm-hmm. for fuck's sake they need to do something about the environments because they are the most boring to look at right um they need a new engine god they need a fallout new is the most boring place to go walk around in. you're just like and this is just collapsed buildings guys 
and you know what the thing is and i just thought about this you know what makes like breath of the wild a really good open world because even when you're going nowhere there's still like little things to do everywhere like the korok seeds add a lot of like these are little objectives for you to do the shrines add a lot because you could just find one fallout doesn't have that it feels like it feels like there's just random shit everywhere and it's well like, okay build. so so here's mm-hmm. here's my thought on the matter like the reason why I enjoy these big open world games is because I can like look at the map or in Breath of the Wild, literally look anywhere, um, mm-hmm. go find a landmark in the distance and be like, I want to go there yeah. and then like have a journey all the way over there. That's the fun of an open world game. And like in a Fallout game, you're just like, I don't want to go anywhere because it's just a bunch of collapsed buildings. Yeah, that's kind of my deal. It's like boy, the world of Fallout looks kind of goofy. And then like. It's a very oppressive environment. And that's the thing, because, like, part of it is, like, I know it's supposed to be oppressive, um, which is kind of why I was interested in Fallout 76, because from the few things they've shown off, it's like, wow, the world actually looks a little bit more, like, not just bland wasteland. I mean, it is it is uh, running around the hills in West Virginia, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> West, West Virginia. Virginia. And, like, Country I know somebody Mountain. can tell me, like, oh, you can just mod the game. It's like, yeah, but I really don't want to mod, like, a game just to make it look good. You know what? You know what? There's, there's, At that there's point, a you're just doing work. you could do for Fallout 3, I think, and they might also have it for 4, where they literally were just like, I'm gonna just going to change the lighting in this game. I'm just going to make one change to the skybox <laughs> and one change to the lighting. And it turned the game from dull and gray to, wow, there's actual fucking color here wow well actually oh maybe i might check yeah it so it might be something to help you get into it but that'd be mine that'd be my thing for the design club just like oh and then for the love of god like fallout all of your characters are like interesting kind of and everybody else is like yeah i don't know i mean half half the reason why the characters aren't interesting in, Mm -hmm. in any bethesda game is because they all have bethesda face Ugh. You ever meet somebody mm. in real life who has real life Bethesda oh face? Uh. <laughs> hey Zach, you got you got anything you want to design club um, up or or are you firmly in the camp I, of no. I think hmm, are the games I talked about. Deadly Premonition. You know what? You know what got me to play Deadly Premonition? If the game crashing bug that were on what? it weren't on it and I didn't have to like fix it before I played it. <laughs> That'd be a, a massive yeah, help um, in getting me okay. to play it. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I'm with you on that one. Like, I have to mod Deadly away. Premonition. Like, my very first game play Deadly Premonition will... I'm, like, 50-50 on it just being me downloading the mod to get me to actually play the game. Mm. Mm. How about you, Drew? Be a nice warm-up. <sighs> um, you mean, aside from putting $50 oh, I'll do that on top in a of the box? For you to play Let's RE4. see. <laughs> I mean, again, I've, I already want to... Like, oh, RE4 is me. almost cheating because, like, I do mm. want to replay it. Like, you've convinced me to be like, I should replay this. Like, I'm sure maybe young Drew was just mm-hmm. full of bias and full of vinegar and pep. Um, I, I guess for for me, I guess I'm more interested in, like, what it would take for me to enjoy a CRPG. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what doesn't do it for mm-hmm. me is, like, my mindset, right? It's just, like, I need this... I think for me, I would need to say, turn me playing a game into an event, right? Like kind of like the way when someone streams where it's like, this is me yeah. like really doing this thing. Cause the way I play is kind of like, I got some time. Let me pick this up. I got some time. Let me pick that up. And I feel like with a CRPG, it's like, I, I should almost treat it like a D and D campaign, right? Like I should just be like, this is what's going down. I am committed and, and it a hundred percent. So nothing with the game. I just need a calendar <laughs> well, that has like. I mean, hours allocated i need a schedule like, as you've said and as you kind of just said it's like uh 
you, you do like those like smaller bite-sized little things so like i want to sit down and play a few hours with crpgs just don't lend themselves to that kind of play style i feel i feel like they especially for that first mm-hmm. session you do have to sit down and like yeah get through it usually in a crpg you need like you need to sit down for like a good two maybe three hours in order I to i thought you were going to say days no <laughs> that's no that's civilization <laughs> um <laughs> Or, or uh, any, I tried or any with Civ. I really games. did. <laughs> uh, I remember the one game where, like, we spent an entire night doing setup, and I was just like, "Okay, I want, I want to show not. you Universal uh, EU Four sometime." It is, it is a game where you're just gonna look at it and be like, "I will never ever play this." Drew, it's time to play Twilight <laughs> Imperium. Sit down as we explain the game. Oh. <laughs> uh, just let me just oh get my audio so, cut out but can i just say i actually want to play twilight imperium <laughs> you talk to matt then <laughs> <laughs> so does anybody else have anything else for the design club or we i hear it's good done? i think we're good i i think it's time to to head on into the end game uh toast and pour outs people we got any toasts i mean i have a lot of this this week oh go ahead um so i want to make a uh i'm gonna do a pour out for the steam my steam library you're gigantic you're full of games that i want to play but i haven't and i really need to get to it sorry uh been there uh i have a toast for tuesday when zone of the enders uh mars comes out and i'm very excited to play that that uh so what is funny enough that is a remaster of zone of the enders (laughs) but with vr (laughs) and i'm really excited to try this game in vr oh i have a vr headset at my uh company so I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm oh, that so sounds excited. sick, dude. So, um, do I have any that other... That does sound awesome. Uh, pour out for my sleep schedule. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Oof, rough stuff. Uh, uh, the pain. I now have to take phone calls pain. with fucking China at 10 in the evening. It's like, uh, that straight sucks, God, dude. so bad. <laughs> All right. I, I, I got a um, toast. I got a toast. Um, I got a toast to Nier Automata, actually. Ooh. I, um, yeah, Hello. so... That game was almost on today's list, but um, I decided, fuck it, I'm going to actually play it and like see where it goes. Um, I was in the desert for a few hours, uh, a relatively significant thing happened, and uh, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it, but I'll now I do. <laughs> One of these days, I'll get to Nier Automata, but I have been blood-packed it into playing Nier first. Oh, I'll get to right. it eventually. Uh, God damn, Drew, is it, is it the uh, um, the end of the desert um, area? This, this must cease, this must cease. Um, the robots are trying to simulate life. And there you it's go, just yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now things have gotten wild. <laughs> it, like, uh, I, won't, I won't spoil, but like, it, it's very clear to me now that the game is... Something that in any lesser game would have been like a big twist is more like an obvious thing in this game, and it's like, oh, this is actually very interesting. I, I want to see where this is going. Um, so yeah, that's my toast. My toast is to Nier Automator, and that's Man, what I got for the week, y'all. Mm. Near Auto Tomato, dude. You yes. haven't even gotten to one of the wilder places. Uh, well, you know what is a wild place for me, Drew's friend Zach. <laughs> I fucking I fucking saved it, and don't you ever say anything <laughs> otherwise. Listen here, Drew's friend Zach. <laughs> I'm in the mood for a lesson that I I swear I'll get to this lesson at some point. Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Did you know that Boruto's Boruto's dad is Naruto? That's lesson mind. Thanks, everybody. Oh my god. Listen, I'm okay. You (laughs) joke, 
I got super upset when I saw that tweet. I was fucking furious. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, no, Naruto didn't go through 15 years of bullshit just to be referred to as Boruto's dad. <laughs> Boruto's oh, dad. There's a great, there's a great meme that they started just replacing Naruto with Boruto's dad. <laughs> so there's a panel where Sasuke is talking like, ah, yes, Boruto's dad's Boruto's son. Boruto. Oh. Like, fucking what? Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> listeners, it's uh, it's been a time and a half. Thank you so much for listening to us as we talk about all the video games. If you've got anything you want to say, questions, comments, concerns, or just, you know, cool little memes, what have you, you can always reach us on Facebook, on Twitter, or you can hit us directly at gmail at nitwick.com. That's, sorry, at that teamnitwick at gmail.com that's team n-i-t-w-i-c at gmail.com uh as is usually the case this week's music is pro leader uh great guy check him out and um special shout out to matt jacubas i can never say his last name but he made the wonderful logo for us he just finished a kickstarter for um a comic compendium that he's putting together we're gonna link it in the description if you want to throw some money his way you should absolutely do it he's very talented and his work rocks you should just throw probably throw money at him yeah we should probably throw money at him you should throw money at him and then i don't even know this man i want to give him a hug congratulations dude so you know go ahead and think about that um the compendium i believe is called um sad robots and sexy sharks or something like that i don't quite know in any case next week's episode is going to be a surprise so get ready for that we might be teasing it out later this week but until then Uh. we've had fun we're going to talk to you later have a great week and i think it's time for post talk y'all ready for some post talk some swapping stories Post talk. Post talk. After hours. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. All right, it's after hours. Time for me to relax in my chair. Listen to those noises. Oh, those oh noises. Um, okay. Okay, but for real though, there was mm-hmm. a couple of stories in the in the episode that I'm really trying. Like we said, hey, let's talk. I'll tell you the story at the end of the podcast. Does uh, anybody remember what those were? I remember it was early on in uh, Close Calls and Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, we talked about Zach's spleen. Yep, we my talked, spleen. Um, I feel like there was something related oh, to oh, that. Oh, the, the hiking thing. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh, okay. I, I think that's what it was. Um, I think you talked about that. Well, so basically the story was I was hiking at one point and I... I stepped over this log and I thought it was like a little scrape on the back of my leg. Mm-hmm. And so we cleaned it out a little bit. And then like a week later it itched really bad and it was really hurting. And it turns out that I had an inch deep hole in my leg Ooh. that uh, the tree had punctured. Uh. So I needed to go and like, I remember getting a shot in my ass that hurt really bad. <laughs> and then I had to like no. pack this hole in my leg with gauze. So it would, it wouldn't oh my god correctly that doesn't like... sound like the story because i remember the story i was gonna tell was fun but there's a story for you there's there is a tale um you were talking about some other thing like right before the end of the podcast it was like oh no i forget oh, no. what we old that we can't remember these things that i don't know okay happened. i think what we should do is someone you gotta pull out a journal and have a journal ready on hand for these little stories that we want to tell <laughs> you know, I, like, admittedly we, the thing i was gonna talk about we need something like that i i was gonna talk about uh the fact that i was gonna stream deadly premonition mm-hmm. and I already talked about it, so I talked about it. Oh, yeah. Wow. This post talk <laughs> is riveting. I'll be honest. I let know. Okay, so I do actually want to talk about this because I actually do want to stream this. You guys are interested in watching me play this game, right? Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd check you out. Okay, cool. Um, because I'm gonna try like and get I like this is like gonna be a genuine like 
I'm gonna try and get a re- relatively large audience and like actually spam this all in the discords. Ooh, I'm in. Oh God. I like I'm it. Ready. I like it. Yeah. I'm in. Like, because I think with like Dark Souls three, it's sort of like a thing that Ian requested me to do, and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll do, do that. But I think with like Deadly Premonition, it's enough of an out there title, and who the fuck else is streaming Deadly Premonition? So hey guys, it's me, Adam. I'm also streaming <laughs> Deadly Premonition. Exactly. Hey now, like hey now, Zach use your handle. It. Use your handle. <laughs> Yeah. Hey guys, it's your boy Skippy. <laughs> ah, there it is. There we go. Uh, um, but yeah, it, it is something I, I do want to make it actually like a big thing. So I just want to mm, let you guys know. Right on. Yeah. Well, I'll be. Well, any, I'll be any tuning other? In. Any random old stories anybody else has? Yo, uh, yo. So bots are like... fucking crazy. Oh god. Evil. Can we just talk about that fucking Twitter? <laughs> oh, I remembered one of the stories I had to tell. Okay, What's story up? go. So I was asking about uh, you guys about like, hey, Drew, did you send me the text with the bots are coming? The bots are coming. Mm-hmm. And that that would be if you didn't, that would be the second scariest e- uh, text message I got this week. <laughs> Wait, so that was you. That, that was yeah, no, you, that right? was me. That was me. OK, uh. the, the first scariest text message I got this week was somebody just sent me some pictures of a mangled up car. What? And it was like. What am I was it looking a car at? You knew? It was just it was some pictures from some guy and like the like the passenger side, uh, sorry the driver side like front end of the car was just bashed in. It was like what what am I looking at? I'm gonna did... delete this chat chat conversation. Never talk. Mm. <laughs> like was it? Some, did it have any context whatsoever? Or was no, it just I like... did not, the number was from nobody and there was no follow up email. I got a call today from some guy who was like, "Hey, do you speak Mandarin?" And like, what? What the hell? Wait, when did you get these like haunted uh, images? Uh, earlier this week, and then the Mandarin phone. It's like the Mandarin phone call. I just, I just don't know. I don't know what that's about. That's crazy. Oh my goodness, Mm. dude, you're getting, you're getting a lot of ghosties in your, in your tech circles these days. It's no good. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky, spooky ghosts. These ghosts in the shell. That's something I gotta watch. That's something I gotta check out again. Um, which one the live action one or the anime no, w- one tell me i want to see the anime like i saw the live action one and like you know oh, yeah you did because yeah had, like, like i want to like that. i've seen uh like i'm not i feel like i've seen a good chunk of the original one at this point just through like osmosis and it does look mm-hmm. super cool but i want to do that thing where i sit down and like dedicate to it because you know it's a t- cultural touchstone that whole thing and i'm kind Wait. of on a sci-fi kick now that i've uh finished blade runner uh which is super cool like that movie is super cool, but it's also it super long, so I get why it didn't have a bunch of people checking it out. Um, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of cyberpunk stuff, have you got? Did any of you guys check out the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven gameplay? I did. I have not. It's like forty five minutes, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch this. It's worth um, it. Dude. Let me tell you something. It's worth it, dude. It, <laughs> it looks pretty good. I, I'm a little, you know, I'll be honest. Five years ago, when they showed off that first trailer. I had an impression of the game, and this isn't quite what I thought the game would be. It's oh, still interesting, hmm. but it's weird because it's like, somehow this game is not at all what I thought it would be. And then when I think about it, it's like, well, what did you think it was going to be? There was literally only two, like, promo trailers. That's true. I assumed it would be Blade Runner. Is it Blade Runner? Kind of, but, like, more... Modern? It's, like, like more punk in the cyberpunk thing. I would say... Oh. It, it, it is, that, looks, is that fair? It almost looks more like... Um... Almost looks more like Deus Ex than than Blade Runner. Yeah, it, it was really tripping me out because it's like this is so because it's first person and the way you can do stuff like reminds me of Deus Ex a lot. And it's like this looks cool. I, I'm still very excited for it. Mm-hmm. I'm also huh. very excited for this picture that Drew posted in the Discord that I keep like <laughs> kind of catching a glance of, and I didn't quite get it till like last night when I watched the new uh, footage. Oh, like, is this oh, just, the, oh the right, the fucking Dante's. 
Uh, well, that's so Nero, Nero and all of his. That's Nero and all of his Devil Breaker arms. And it's like I, I, when you first posted that, Drew, I thought that was an edit. Like that's a goofy one, and I didn't realize. Like, oh no, that's all of the Devil Breakers. Like, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah, uh, I've been skulking around the old uh, Devil May Cry Discord, and uh, they're having fun over there. They're having a good time. <laughs> God damn it! I love I love this idea that like Drew's just like skulking around. Hey, what's going on here? Oh, there's thoughts inside. Well, I mean, yeah, like, every sense. so often they'll have thread. something really interesting where it's just like, oh, oh, there's a cool theory or like, oh, here's some leaked something or other. Um, and, you know, like, they've got a, they've got different subreddits for, like, each game. And it's kind of fun to, like, uh, I like visiting the reboot one and everyone's very self-aware of how, like, poorly that game was taken. But if you go to DMC2, mm. it's just full of people who are just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> dmc2 as in devil may cry 2 or uh, devil may cry 2 devil may cry 2 like the the black sheep right like the one that was well, like yeah mm. as it should be for fuck's sake <laughs> like there, it, that that one is more people trying to find ways to make it fun right like it's more people just being like yeah but like you know the texture work isn't so bad you know like like trying to find something to do with it and versus... like dmc5 might be a sequel to dmc2 so uh, i think that. it's confirmed now Maybe. that it's happening after two so is time... it really oh that's yeah. fucking sick well here's the thing i'm so happy that's <laughs> like happening. uh yeah because like the motorcycle teaser right and like um the thing is when you think about it now it is chronologically the most recent game which means like there's no commitment that anyone has to live everyone can die now so like through that context, I'm kind of excited. <laughs> I can't wait for Lucia from uh from uh, Devil May Cry Two to show up for no adequately explained reason. <laughs> Let me be honest with you, Drew. Yeah. If uh, is it Lucia? Lucia. Lucia. Uh, Lucia. Who, the redheaded girl from Devil May Cry Two. If she shows up in five, mm-hmm. I am gonna lose <laughs> my really? shit because she was such a nothing character is like she'll probably be in the background somewhere or like uh oh i'd be so oh i'd be so down if she's like nico's mom or something Uh, like that i don't think so i think she was i think it's confirmed knowledge i actually i don't know about that actually no we do know one family member for nico Mm. but um i don't know if you want me to go there or not because it is spoiler territory okay i'll stop no spoils i'll stop stop. yeah well we've gone (laughs) all the way into dmc sorry zach yeah, we can we can we can turn back actually we probably should it's an hour and 30 yeah we're i think we're good okay. I, admittedly though this back half is just who the funniest we're just if you're the still funniest. listening to this part of the episode and you're very upset it's like oh my god this episode's gone on forever it's like we literally told you that this was yeah this was nitwick after hours yeah it's like it's the post game show where we sit around and shit about and it's just like the whole point of being here is that you just want to hear us chat with each other. That you're so enamored by us talking about the topic that you're like, I want to hear more about these dudes. And here we these are. These dudes so telling cool. You. And if you think that, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Damn. Damn. Oh, lordy, lordy. Oh, oh no. One sec. One sec. Eh. Oh, no. We lost Drew. He's gone. He's gone. He's dead. I love that Drew is like fucking muted for our FF14. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's so bad. <laughs> That was completely unintentional. It was completely I, unintentional. I <laughs> so I press X to doubt. Oh. God damn it. oh man, can I just add him? I want. I have to tell this at all times. I love my Final Fantasy fourteen character far too much. I far, like far I too said much. after chatting with about this. I'm seriously considering like maybe just booting, like hey. paying for a month and trying to jump on Goblin and just saying fuck it, mm. I'll go play for a bit. Yeah, give it a try if you got the time. Let's be clear. If you got the time. Yeah. Right. Who the fuck's trying to talk to me on Discord? Um, All right. Um, it's Drew trying to get us to play 
uh, Overwatch comp oh because God. nobody because <laughs> it can't just be two people. It's literally Drew and Josh being like mad salt. That's that is a salt factory in there. Oh my God, I know, and I I will contribute to that salt. You sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. But Adam, are you actually going to be done with being hilariously busy? Ha! What a fool! <laughs> no. So, uh, oh, oh, the, the part of the story I was going to tell is, uh, so this whole past week we've we've been working towards our release, which is supposed to be September fourth, um, because shit was so incredibly busted. Oh, and Drew, mm-hmm. I can tell you the long story. Oh, of the build of the it's not that build? long. Yeah, basically, we are working with these second-party developers to build some of our new, like, simulations or bits of software mm-hmm. for us. And we developed this whole, like, oh. framework pat- Unity package and saying, hey, everybody, you can go and use this as a basis of what... what so everything has a unified UI right. experience, yeah? So this run, random-ass, like, second-party studio said... Nah, that's actually too complicated. We're just gonna write our own that's similar to yours, but it's gonna be we're gonna rewrite it ourselves. Oh, no. So every time oh, we get a boy. build, Drew, it's okay. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. And that's wrong. And at some po- and they're being so stubborn about not using our stuff that at this point it's like you guys keep taking like chunks of our code and putting it into yours. When do you just say fuck it? Because it's costing us a lot of time. Every time there's a new build, something's broken. Wait, what specifically oh, yeah, are they supposed so, to be doing for you? Because if you're offering to like work with your code base, I'm really shocked that they're not taking you up on that. You know? Well, because we we're in a contract with them to like, hey, can you build these things? And they built their own like framework around like how to build it, and it like it looks like ours. And if you were to look at the two, you might be like, hey, these are exactly the same. But they're not. There's, like, these very subtle differences. Did they build it specifically for you? Like... Or is it, like, they're like they're going to use Oh, it no. For... They're, they're okay. building it for us. Like, we asked. We're paying them. To... That's the thing. We're literally paying them to build this for us. And they the, and we gave them a code, like, here, can you use this? And they're like, but we don't really understand your code base. So we have our own that uh... we wrote. It's like, fucking whatever. And it's, like, so stupid. I... But... We're still going to be busy for a while. Oh, shit. I'm oh, sorry, boy. man. I'm yeah. sorry, dude. No, no, Adam. No, please. You're not actually releasing this week? Uh, we're releasing on the 10th. He says knocking on wood so hard. Mm. You said, okay, you said the 7th before. Oh, no. It was supposed to, we were supposed to release uh, on the 4th, mm-hmm. and that got pushed back to the 10th. Okay. How long can you push this back before somebody just goes? I fucking... So me and Ian are kind of at this point where it's like, listen you just have to release it at some point you just gotta go and like that'd be great and all but then some of these like some of the pieces of software like these fuckers because they're writing their own thing they don't have the licensing component done and it's like but we built that for you oh literally so dude i am literally freaking confused then Uh like i don't i don't understand i don't get it either i don't understand it's like somebody's saying here's the solution no I, i want my own solution that's Wrong. It's like they're making it's like, it harder for themselves, but I mean, well, I don't have the context. It just sounds kind of overcomplicated and dumb, you know? Yeah, it is. It is overcomplicated. I am sorry. Yeah. But before I start convincing about work for forever, mm. I think I'm gonna bounce out. Yeah, yeah I think it's time enough. to to wind Endless. out. It's been right. good talking to you guys. Later, guys. Let me put my coat on as we're all in the same room in real right. life. Goodbye, gentlemen. It's been an honor. Yeah. All right. Good seeing you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.